Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. This show is not like any other show out there. We tell the truth. No one controls what we say, and we're on a mission to expose what is going on in government on both sides of the aisle and in between. You can go to katedalyradio.com for more podcasts of the show, and thanks for listening in. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. Scientific research has shown that many cancers and lifestyle diseases can be prevented with a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. This prevention comes from the phytochemicals in the plants. I don't take any supplementation, but I take Balance of Nature because I've seen it in my lab and I know that it works. I've seen the immune response increase, I've seen your DNA repair capacity increase, and I've seen DNA protection. And that, to me, as a scientist, rings so true, and it's only natural. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Balance of Nature is now offering a 35% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This offer may end at any time, so don't wait to start Dr. Howard's health challenge. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hi, this is Senator Rand Paul with an update from Washington. With Halloween upon us this week, I'm sure you'll see a zombie or two. But what if I told you there are far scarier zombies that are all around us, hiding in plain sight? I'm talking about zombie government programs. And this week I'm holding a federal hearing to look into these terrifying zombies and propose my plan to do away with them for good. So what are zombie programs? They're programs that Congress created long ago that have since expired, yet somehow lived on, continuing to receive appropriations. How big is the problem? Some might say, well, it's probably a few dozen programs and probably just a few million dollars. They would be wrong. Annually, Congress provides more than $300 billion to over a thousand programs that have expired. And what are these zombie programs? Some are ridiculous and well out of date. For example, The Inter-American Foundation spent taxpayer dollars on such things as a clown college in Argentina, welfare programs in Brazil, and jump-starting the Haitian film industry. Doesn't sound to me like what we should be doing with our taxpayer money. Yep, doesn't sound to me like it's something we should be doing with tax dollars. Thank you, Senator Rand Paul. He's been a prior guest on the show. Appreciate that. Uh, Clown College in Argentina. Uh, I actually welcome you to the Kate Daly Show. Welcome on this uh, haunted Halloween. I have um, Uncle Milty with me. How are you? You're good. And the great Chris Ann Hall. Uncle Milty, you're great, too. Uh, the, uh, Chris Ann Haller, constitutional expert and attorney. Don't you love that Clown College in Argentina? So glad we're funding that, Chris Ann Hall. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, the zombie programs. I love that from Rand Paul. Um, just ma- really making a point about the fact that we overspend our- ourselves into oblivion and there's no oversight on it. Nobody ever checks to see any of this nonsense. And here we are. And I know that this stuff frustrates you, too. And, and it, it, it is. It's tough. And on this Halloween, I do want to ask you on some broadcasts, it sounds like you've had some NSA ghosts breaking in. <laughs> you know, I, we mm. joke about it, but I, I know they, yeah. here's the funny thing. JC, you know, JC and I are both former military intelligence. Okay. Okay. And so we lived on yeah. military bases. Sure. And you actually 
get instructions on how to know whether someone's, you know, whether you're someone's on the line or not. Mm-hmm. And so it was not unusual in base housing to mm-hmm. know that somebody was listening in. You get used to knowing distinctly what those what those the signs telltale signs are of that somebody's listening in on your phone call. Right. And so Vicky and I know that's happening. We we absolutely know that. I mean, we we have training in it, and we have evidence of it. We know it. But mm-hmm. recently, on our um, one of our live, we started live broadcasting our podcast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, on uh, the most recent live broadcast, we somehow picked up some aviation channel or something, right. and uh, it was pretty que- pretty weird. They were telling us we were about two thousand miles from the uh, Air- McCarran Airport in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, at least they were inaccurate. Um, it's scary when they're accurate, and it really bothers me when I see messages like that pop up on my phone. So, you know. Yeah, well, we're not actually uh, almost, uh, we're not almost 2,000 miles from McCarran. We're actually more than, we're actually like around 1,500 miles. Mm-hmm. So whoever's rounding up is rounding up way off. So. <laughs> hey, that's good news. <laughs> I like it when the NS stays off track so that's kind of nice i do but it's crazy because uh, we will hear we will be on our phones you know gps mm-hmm. and the gps will have us located in in uh maryland or in virginia mm-hmm. sometimes we're in texas right. sometimes we're in nevada so when you try to get directions from that there you know where yeah. you are you're not where you are for sure GPS has you somewhere else oh for sure I also wanted to ask you about Napolitano maybe being possessed <laughs> since the election. I don't know who's bought and paid for uh, Napolitano, but I just just your thoughts on his latest. You know, <sighs> I, I I'm puzzled. I think it's yeah. more of a, a case of a, not of a zombie, but of a body snatcher. You yeah, know? something. Somebody has mm. somebody has body snatched Napolitano. Because you actually play one of his opening yes. segments on yes. your show, yeah, mm-hmm. where he's just right on about the U.S. Constitution and the mm-hmm. role of government and how unconstitutional they are. Right. And now all of a sudden, he's all about defending these unconstitutional rules of the House yeah. for impeachment. Right. And right. It's, it's crazy. He's not even hiding it. He's like, well, they're just following the rules. In the in the days of old, he would have gone on you how the House rules were unconstitutional, mm-hmm. how their violation of the terms of a Republican government. He would have showed you how uh, this is outside exact, uh, you know, the spirit of the House being able to make rules, and mm-hmm. and how the fact that the House can make rules uh, right before they're about to peach somebody, right. you know, it just is completely ludicrous. And he's not even talking about any of these really constitutional issues. He's pulling sides. Mm. And so we have the never Trumper body snatchers, I think, that have taken <laughs> Napolitano. Right. I, I'm with you. It's, it, it, it is. It's weird. And, he, and the way he goes about it is, is just like he's defending everything they say. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, Chris Wallace asked Eric Swalwell today, is it really any more fair mm-hmm. if the if if Schiff is still going to get to yay or nay if the pre, if the president wants to subpoena a witness? Uh-huh. And Eric Swalwell says, "Well, yeah. If the if the if the majority votes that way, then it's fair." And Chris Wallace says, "Yeah, yes, but the Democrats are the majority." <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. How do you define? 
fair. Yeah. Fair is what we decide to be fair. Right. That's the yeah. definition of fair. Mm. <laughs> Sounds hokey to me. Sounds like mob. Can rule. you imagine if you, see what most people don't realize is this this impeachment hearing is is like bringing an indictment against the president of the mm-hmm. United States. And so what if if and it, it's it's not really exactly that because the president's attorneys get to be in the judiciary committee meeting vote and all of that stuff. So it's uh, it's probably well, I can't even say it's like a, it's just a quasi thing. Right. Okay. Right. But if the, if, if the defense has an opportunity, like in a trial to call witnesses, uh-huh. but then they have to get the permission from the prosecutors to call the witnesses. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't even know how you wrap your brain around a procedure like that. Yeah. And what kills me is that, oh, well, the majority says so. This is the democracy that people have been screaming for. And now we have a democracy of 400. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It is. It's it. Talk about a horror story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a horror story. Because mm-hmm. look, this stuff does not stay confined to Washington, D.C. Right. This is how an administrative hearing is going to happen. If you have a disagreement with the IRS, mm-hmm. now this is going to trickle down to the IRS. Where the IRS decides, you know, if you're in your administrative hearing, who you can call and who you can't call, or the, you know, the um, Health and Human Services, any any administrative agency where you're bound by the administrative law courts, and then eventually it will become precedent in case law, and they'll be start using it in the courtroom. Yep. Yeah. Here's the one I don't understand. They'll quote a poll and they'll say. Forty-eight uh, percent of Democrats think the impeachment is a good thing. Uh-huh. And then Swabo will get up there and say, but 60 percent of the senators or a congressman think it's OK. How does that happen if they're uh-huh. representatives? Right. That's because they're not anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that was my point. It's I mean, it, seriously, that, they're not. And mm-hmm. it's something that that it's actually a historical lesson. Mm-hmm. that I teach. So part of the reason for our uh, revolution with Great Britain, our independence, the war for independence, it was not about tea, by the way. They weren't ticked off about a two and a half percent. <laughs> they weren't? No, I'm just teasing. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Go ahead. right. So it was because Parliament kept making laws on mm-hmm. the colonists but refused to have the colonists, uh, representatives in Parliament. And so the colonists were being, which was the right of all Englishmen to uh-huh. have legislation through representation. Yeah. Right. And so they were refusing to allow the American colonists, who were Englishmen, to select a representative and send them over to England for Parliament uh, to make laws. And Parliament said, you know, it's too inconvenient, it takes too long, and, you know, because you've got to get on a boat, that's months mm-hmm. and elections and whatever. And, by the way, we have people in Parliament here who have volunteered to represent the interests of the American colonies. Right. There you go. And our American, yeah, and our American <laughs> colonists immediately responded. You know, I mean, they were a lot more aggressive back then than we are. This, you know, these are the words of war, and and you're you're just whatever. They, I mean, they were very right. very adamant about this. They said, right. look, if you're making the laws on your island mm-hmm. that are to be enforced over here on our continent, and mm-hmm. you never have to come here and live under the laws that you make, yeah. then you don't represent us. You only represent yourself and your special interests. 
And that's something that we apparently mm-hmm. understood in 1774. It's, it's funny what we've digressed to, though. And it's like, I shared a meme about liberty. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a defender. I mean, that's really where we're kind of at right now. It's like, yeah, you know, I, yeah. My little finger went here and here on my phone. I'm good for the day. So we're just too yeah. spoiled. Yeah. yeah, we're spoiled. We're a little too spoiled. Our standard of living's too high, and we're spoiled. And until it really hits mm-hmm. us hard somehow, nobody's going to wake up. Well, it's 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 an it's a, a truth of human nature. Mm-hmm. You it get is. pacified in prosperity, lazy in luxury, yep. mm-hmm. and uh, comfort brings complacency and compliance. Yep, and people don't want to give up their comfort. I mean, JC and I were uh, made the decision to jump in, you know, head mm-hmm. first and 11, it'll be 11 years in January. Wow. And so, I mean, we went from making a salary uh, that made us very, very comfortable in the little rural town we lived in mm-hmm. to making absolutely nothing overnight mm-hmm. because we, we realized that this was important and this right. was worth doing for our children. Right. Right. And I love that you're doing that. I really am. I think people call that sacrifice. <laughs> yes. And if you want to help uh, Chris Ann go back to the White House, hit her page, help her out. She uh, is invited back and uh, due to go back very soon, right? Uh, yes, actually yeah. Wednesday next week. I was going to say, it's coming up. Uh, make sure you help her out because if anyone, if anyone <laughs> can get to Washington and make some sense of what's going on, it's Chris Ann Hall. I have no doubt. Um, and I, I love that you're doing that work. I really, I really am. Yes. Can you stay with us? I wanted to talk about uh, prayer, but if not, if not, if you have to go, I understand too. For a few minutes. Okay, perfect. Great. We got her. We got her back for just a little bit when we come back. And uh, I do. I want to hit that topic too because I think it's very, very interesting. And uh, we'll hope no NSA ghosts uh, come on the program in the next little bit. Um, we'll be right back. Um, sorry about that. I just hit the wrong button. And um, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere on the Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. my eyes beheld an eerie sight, for my monster from a slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. Well, happy Halloween uh, to all of you. Um, and, uh, of course, Uncle Milty is with me, and uh, Chris Ann Hall uh, is returning for this segment as well, and I could not be happier. There's always so much to talk about with you, Chris Ann, and I know Uncle Milty and I really benefit and, and love having you on the show every single week around this time. And uh, we were just discussing off air, uh, discussing a lot of things, but one thing we were talking about was, um, was you did a whole show and, and, and a whole thing on prayer uh, in school, and I really wanted you to talk about this on the show. I thought this was great. Yeah, because there's, and, and what was amazing to me is I I really thought that I was just kind of preaching to the choir and mm-hmm. ranting, but when I uh, when I posted that message on Facebook, I can't tell you, and on I, I did it on LinkedIn as well, mm-hmm. how many, oh, and also on Instagram, how many people were we're like, wow, I didn't know this, and this is great information. Thank you mm-hmm. for telling us this. But right. I really thought that more people understood that prayer is not outlawed in public school. Now, wait a minute. Wait not a, a minute, because people aren't going to believe you. They're not going to believe. They yeah. think it has been. 
Uh, it's kind of like yeah, the federal abortion thing. Everybody thinks there was some sort of federal abortion law. That's not true. This yeah. is the same kind of thing, right? Well, there's not even there's not even a Supreme Court case that says you can't pray in school. That's what's really crazy. So there's not a single state in the mm-hmm. union that has outlawed prayer now, in public. Everyone's going to remember, there's- wasn't it, Margaret? Because I, I interviewed her son, uh-huh. right? The, mm-hmm. the atheist. It, the atheist, but, yeah. But, but I think ahead. what happened was they convinced people in that p- time mm-hmm. period in the 70s, they convinced people that if we allow Christian parents schools, we're going to have Satan in schools, too. Mm. And that caused... Well, but that's, but yeah. that's true. And I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's... And, well, that, and we're actually seeing that now. I mean, if you... I, I have people tell me all the time... Christine, we need to get the Bible back in school. I said, no, we don't. We need to get Bible back in your home. Yeah. We need to get the Bible back <laughs> yeah. in your church. Uh-huh. My goodness, look at how the public schools teach math. You want them to teach Bible too? And because we've had so many Christians for so long badgering and com- you know just being mm-hmm. combative about getting Bible taught, we've actually made this little niche. You can teach the Bible if it's geographically, historically, and educationally related and not matter to, you know, the whole uh, proselytizing thing and Jesus and that sort of thing, right? right? Unless you're teaching Jesus as a historical figure. Well, now you've got Islam being taught in the same regard yep. in yep. the school. So you can't complain that the Quran is being taught in the public schools if you are one of the people who were badgering to get the Bible taught in public schools. Boom. Yeah. No, but, but the, the problem is, is that the Bible's not taught in schools. Mm-hmm. If we get the Praise Bible, God. yeah. If we well, I, I don't, don't think that's a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I seriously don't think that's a problem. I think it's a great thing that the Bible's not taught in the schools. She school, doesn't want their hands on it. I can't even imagine yeah. how poorly that would be taught. How they would distort it. Maybe. Well, they're teaching Maybe the Quran get... pretty good. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, but that yeah, shows you because yeah. that's the agenda, right? Uh-huh. So teaching the Quran pretty good mm-hmm. means that they're not going to teach the Bible pretty good. Right. And that's and, and then that's part of the problem. See, here's the thing that really gets me, Uncle Milty. It just drives me stinking nuts. Do you know why people want the schools to teach the Bible? Because parents aren't teaching well, the Bible in the sex home. Ed. It's and like they're sex trying ed. to get yep. the school to do for them mm-hmm. what they won't do in the house. Because mm-hmm. our pastors and our preachers don't teach the Bible anymore. Mm-hmm. All they do is walk around in their funky haircuts and their skinny jeans, <laughs> drinking soy lattes and <laughs> oscillating <laughs> on the psychology of the day. Yeah. Well, that's true. You know, I get, yeah. You know, I, I had a, a doctor come on who was who had just written a book and I thought it was an interesting premise because I hadn't thought about it this way I wanted to get your thought and he said you know he said when I look back on prayer in school it really wasn't the thing um, that took us away from God in school he said what took us away from God in school was the teaching and introduction of evolution and making oh, yeah, that the new God. The, yeah. the public, schools, mm-hmm. public schools actually do have a religion. It's right. humanism. Yes. Yeah. Humanism yeah. is the adopted religion of public schools. That's why they will never teach the Bible accurately, because they can't teach creationism. Mm-hmm. They can't te- Well, if they can't teach creationism, then they can't teach that God is sovereign, 
and that God is the most powerful being in the universe, that God is your provider and your protector. They can't teach that because they teach humanism. They can't teach that because government pays them. Mm. And government wants to be your salvation. Government wants to be your provider and your protector. And it'll never share a place with God. But what we have to understand is that prayer is not illegal in schools. Your children can pray. Do you know that the, that the, the United States Department of Education actually prints a pamphlet that details out the religious liberty rights of students in public schools. I did not know if this. Your school, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. if your school uh, allows children to wear T-shirts with Superman and Pokemon and, and mm-hmm. you know, whoever the rock group of the day is, then they have to let you wear T-shirts that have Jesus or Scripture on them. You can Students can have Bible studies in schools. Students can talk to other students about their faith. They can hand out gospel tracts at the schools as long as they don't, you know, interrupt a school function. You know, they're not doing it in the classroom, in the middle of class. They can write about their Mm -hmm. faith in content-appropriate assignments. And because our parents don't teach this, and I'll say this again, because our pastors don't teach this, Mm -hmm. our Christian parents get bullied and our Christian students get bullied into submission to a lie. Exactly. Mm. That's what happens. Mm. They get bullied because they have no support behind them. Yeah. Mm. Because they have no knowledge. And here's the thing. If parents prayed with their children at home every day on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. then it would be habit for them to pray in school. And people would be, you know, would not think it odd. If parents prayed at work, maybe they would think that it was odd that their children couldn't pray at school. If pastors taught the full gospel of Christ and the duty of Christians to pray. This is not just something you do. Prayer is not your magic rabbit's foot (laughs) that you do when you want something from God. We are, we are commanded by the Bible to pray fervently and unceasingly, but our pastors don't preach that. Oh, well, don't be offensive now. And my Mm -hmm. four and no more. That's all that really matters. We've become a lukewarm Christian society, and the the non-believers are running over us. It's actually even worse than that, I think, because I pray before every meal. Mm-hmm. I thank the Lord before mm-hmm. every meal. Yep. And when I'm out in public, I get the weirdest looks when they see me I'll make bet. the sign of the yeah. cross and start my prayer. I mean, yeah. ooh, look at him, you know. It, it is very interesting. I wonder how many people um, today prayed for this country. How many people, you know, pray for their liberty to be restored? Your liberty enables that free agency um, that that is talked about. And, and, you know, this is it's it's interesting how, you know, you you can complain about the country. But then where are all the prayers for this country? Like you said, fervently, unceasingly. Well, yeah. And some people will use the scripture about Mm -hmm. how the Bible says, you know, you should pray in secret and not in public like the Pharisees do. That Mm -hmm. was not an admonition to not pray publicly and out loud. That was an admonition against those who pray dishonestly Mm -hmm. for their own honor and not for the honor of God. So if you're praying unceasingly, you're going to be praying in public. You're going to be praying out loud. You're going to be praying in strange places. And the and the the, the the consolation for us is that the Bible tells us, all right, you're going to be a peculiar people. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a peculiar person, if people are not looking at you weird because of the way 
that you conduct your life in mm-hmm. this upside down, right is wrong world, then you're not exercising your rights properly. Boy, that's a great indicator yep. button, isn't it? Yep. And you know, I, I know you more than anyone understand uh, the founding of this country and how God was talked about in, I swear, every meeting and behind behind so many things and out loud. And it was discussed. Did you know this last, say, seven, eight minutes on the radio, just to be on the dial right now in America, saying the things that we are, this usually only is, um, is happening on like, let's say on a Christian channel. And so it's unusual for people to talk like this people are afraid to and isn't that a sad state of affairs given the fact that even in our founding we were very very comfortable with these kinds of 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 discussions had them all the time yeah 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 well and and we shouldn't be afraid to have them right and you know i i don't make any apologies we have people who listen who are non-believers i respect that Mm -hmm. because i believe that the god who who gave us freedom gave us the freedom to believe and to not believe. I was a non-believer once, mm-hmm. and I want people to to come to, to God through the pull and the love of those around us and through the, mm-hmm. the, the, the call of the Holy Spirit. So I think that it's important for us to to be bold in, um, and out there mm-hmm. in our faith and to speak the truth and to tell people about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the same respect, you have to love people as well, and you don't just go around bashing them because they don't believe the way you do, right. because that's what we're seeing right now. In a society, we were talking about this earlier, you can't make a choice. In a society where you don't even have to choose what thinking gender you are, yeah. you know, we've got to be a, pl- a people who, un- who show people that, yes, there are absolute, there is a mm-hmm. heaven uh, and a hell, and there is a right and wrong. Well, and we want to show you how that, that this love of Christ is actually a liberating thing. Mm-hmm. It frees you from bondage. Mm-hmm. It's not a restriction on your life. Well, Christ didn't, Christ didn't come down and say whatever goes. He had a set of standards, and he mm-hmm. lovingly <laughs> steered people toward his set of standards. It wasn't like anything goes and you can do whatever. Um, that, was never the, that was never the situation. It was, I love you no matter what, but here's my standards. And I think we're losing our standards in favor of political correctness in this country. But but that doesn't come at no cost. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christ said, if the right. world hates you, remember yeah. they hated me first. Mm. Right. Well, and that's what I said. We're going to be a yeah. peculiar people. Yeah. We just have to be willing to, to um, make and, yeah. ourselves loyal to and, mm-hmm. and dedicated to that message. And, and I mean, like, there's a mm-hmm. pattern that runs throughout the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's hear, listen, do. Right. And, and and that's what our what our 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 command is. Yep. And you know what's interesting? All three of us are of different faiths. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing that we can have this conversation and agree. Um, you know, and we Absolutely. really we really can come together on this. And I, I think that as a nation in our beginnings, these were the conversations they had all the time. They weren't afraid to have them. It was standard quo. It was what we did. And there's there's no problem at all with it. And I, you know, we were talking about Kanye West uh, a yes. little bit earlier and saying how he's saying things that are surprising to 
people, it shouldn't be surprising what he's saying. What what he's saying right now right. is one of the few in Hollywood that's actually saying it out loud, but he's anti-abortion. He's all for having kids. He tells everyone to read the Bible. I think it's fantastic. And they're, they're, they're just making mincemeat out of him as crazy town in the press because they don't like people saying that message. And that, that means that the majority of Americans need to say it. Yeah. And we need to say it loudly. And I so appreciate you, Chris Sand. I hope people go to your website and I hope they help you uh, get back to Washington next week and, and help you get there financially, that you really need it and you're doing all this on your own dime and you, you really need some support. And I love your show and I'm hoping people will tune in to the Chris Ann Hall show. 100%. Well, thank you very much. Very you much. Well, are very you know, welcome. It's, this is one of the highlights of my week to be with I you. I love it. And yeah. thank I'm, you I'm for just doing so happy it. To be here all the time. Thanks for sharing you yourself. God thanks, bless. thanks for sharing yourself with us. I appreciate you. Happy Halloween. And uh, everybody, we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Thank you for listening to The Kate Daly Show. You can go to The Kate Daly Show on Facebook, The Kate Daly Show on Twitter. Happy to see you there. And also message me. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at kate at katedalyradio.com. Go to katedalyradio.com for more podcasts of our live show. Talk lines are open now. 